This is the Horse Radio Network. Hi, everyone. This is Tigger. Enjoy this fun-filled hour from 2017 Radiothon, starting with producer Jen's most favorite universal holiday poem, which is exclusive to Healthy Critters. Happy holidays, everyone, and see you next year. See you next year, everybody. "'Twas the night before Festivus, and all through the farm, the creatures were stirring and preparing the barn. The bridles were hung in the tack room with care, in hopes that St. Festivus soon would be there. The horses were blanketed and snug in their stalls, while mice strung the lights and sang deck the halls. And the dogs hung the popcorn and told the raccoons to stop eating the ornaments or they eat potion doom. When out on the lawn there rose such a smell, a chorus of whinnies, and Bark said, what the hell? The barn cat leaped up and climbed straight up the tree. The dogs ran outside to see who it could be. The moon on the pasture of the new-fallen snow gave the dogs a clear view of the figure in tow. When what to their wondering eyes did appear but a big John Deere tractor pulled by giant reindeer? With a little old driver who looked like a fox who called out to the dogs, Where's the bagel and locks? More rapids and fox sounds, the reindeer did fly. The fox whistled and shouted as their name she did cry. Now Basher, now Lancer, now Panzer and Vision. On Gromit, on Stupid, on Bonner and Nixon. To the pasture, to the barn, through all the snow, it's festive this time. The fox sang through the cold. So over to the barn, the reindeer did fly, pulling John Deere and the fox to the straw-tutted sky. And then in a twinkling, the fox did dismount. The reindeer snorted and whispered, he needs a time out. St. Festivus Fox strode into the stable, scanned the aisle quickly, and announced, where's the cable? The horses pawed eagerly because they knew well the airing of grievances would allow them to tell. How they have endured human tears and frustration to say nothing of vets who need a vacation. The fox's eyes, how they twinkled, lips in a grin, because the mice had discovered a flask full of gin. He had a plump face and a round little belly from the meal he had eaten at a Festivus deli. He drank from the gin flask and set up a pole. The Festivus celebration was ready to roll. He let out the horses, told the dogs to chase cats, while the raccoons climbed the pole like two acrobats. He sprang to his John Deere, to his team, gave a yell, and away they all flew to Racine's William Tell. But the dogs heard him exclaim as he flew through the night, Happy Festivus to all, this is a Seinfeld copyright. (laughs) I ripped the halter off Joker's head. Somebody snitched on me. I stole the haynet from glory instead. Somebody snitched on me. I tore a hole in Bindi's rug. Found the supplements and smashed the jug. Tried to kill Mr. Next Door's pug. Somebody snitched on me. Oh, I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Mom and 
and neighbors are mad. I'm getting nothing for Christmas, cause I ain't been nothing but bad. I kicked the stall to make it break. Somebody snitched on me. I purposely stomped on the last good rake. Somebody snitched on me. With help, I pushed down the garden fence. Got a tummy ache from rotten plants. Forgot how to lunge and did a hind leg dance. Somebody snitched on me. Oh, I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Mom and the neighbors are mad. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Cause I ain't been nothing but bad. I won't be seeing Santa Claus. Somebody snitched on me. He won't come visit me because somebody snitched on me. Next year I'll be going straight. Next year I'll be good. Just wait. I'd start now, but it's too late. Somebody snitched on me. Oh, I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Mom and the neighbors are mad. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Cause I ain't been nothing but bad. So you better be good whatever you do. Cause if you're bad, I'm warning you. You'll get nothing for Christmas. This means you, ponies. Well, that was Auditors Susan and Elizabeth. Thank you so much, guys. Welcome to Hour 7, the Healthy Critters Hour of the Horse Radio Network 12-hour live holiday radiothon by Weatherbeta, with additional support provided by Horselovers.com and Benefab. This 12-hour holiday event is fueled by Delahest Coffee, the official coffee sponsor of Radiothon. I am Glenda Geek, and with me in the studio in Ocala, Florida, is host of the driving radio show, Dr. Wendy Yang, and we are your MCs for the entire 12 hours of Radiothon. All right. We're on hour seven of Radiothon. Crossed halfway. Radiothon 2017. <laughs> and this hour, we're joined by the hosts of the Healthy Critters Radio Show, Tigger and Coach Jen. Coach Jen's going to join us for a while, Tigger. Excellent. She's not here yet. She'll be here in a second. Uh, she, they're doing the switchover. But, and Patty should be here, too. Patty's a co-host, too, but uh, Patty can't tell time, so she's not here yet. <laughs> yeah, when it's in another time zone, she's in another zone. <laughs> <laughs> Tigger, I cannot think of a better way every year to cross the halfway point than with the two of you and your dog. <laughs> Yes, we will have Hedwig soon too, which is always she's she's rewriting a Christmas song. God help us all. Hedwig's going to sing. Yes. Okay, for those that don't know, that don't listen to Healthy Critters Radio, we have 15 shows on Horse Radio Network, and the only one that has a regular appearance by a Pomeranian is Healthy Critters. And Ta-da! and and you know how they say that uh, pets always upstage every all the other actors. Well, I hate to tell you, but Hedwig's the most popular thing in your show. So I know, I know. I know. We're, th- we're thinking of turning the whole thing over to her. <laughs> Probably be easier. She would love that. You'd have less work to do then. So. <laughs> 
So now tell me, well, let, let's do our, our housekeeping at the beginning here, and then we'll chat a little okay. bit, because you have a new website coming out, you have a new book, you got I, all kinds yes, of crap going on. Fact, I, I would love, um, hopefully we have a chance, I can read a little excerpt from the book, because it's written from a dog's point of view of course it about is. Christmas. Of course it is. <laughs> all right, let's talk a little bit, get this out of the way. We have all the prizes today. You can go to HolidayRadiothon.com and see the list of the hosts, or and also the guests, and also all the prizes. Um, our theme this year, which you don't know already, if you've been listening, is the Ultimate Horsey Christmas Gift. We're asking all of our terrific guests that. And uh, you are eligible for prizes, and I noticed there's a lot of calls coming in right now, 435-272-1997. If anybody would like to speak to Hedwick that's waiting on hold, please let the producer know that and uh, put that in the note so that we can make sure that you get to talk to Hedwick. Um, and also, we have a bunch of prizes this hour, and one of them's thanks to you, Tigger, so I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, we have great prizes this hour. Our first one is from Delahas Coffee. It's a prize pack that includes four of the company's signature blends, as well as two seasonal flavors. And then our second prize is a Biostar tote bag with two Biostar mugs, Warhorse hand soap, and one book, The World According to Kimasabi, and one container Ta-da. of Biostar's Thermal EQ for Horses, valued at $140. So thank you very much for that great prize. And last but not least is our $50 gift certificate from horselovers.com, your home for all your horsey holiday shopping. And we uh, we should be hopefully getting Patty on here very sh- soon. But in the meantime, I want to remind everybody that we are raising money for a really good cause. And we are very close to making our goal already halfway through the day. Wow. Our goal is $2,500 to be able to buy gifts for, for kids in foster care in Cincinnati, Ohio. There's over 400 of them that are in foster care. And we really want to make sure that they all have a gift this year. Thanks to Jamie for putting this together. And she's going to tell us a little bit more about that. That, if you don't mind, uh, Tigger, and then I'll try and get Patty on here as well. So let's uh, let's hear a little bit more. We here at the Horse Radio Network wanted to make a difference with the 2017 Radiothon. We want to bring Christmas to kids in foster care. To help us make that possible, we have chosen an agency that helps kids in foster care in Hamilton County, Ohio. The reason we chose this adoption agency is they not only provide children with gifts for Christmas, but they also help throughout the year with the family fund. I have spoken with many agencies and caseworkers in the adoption process that Chad and I are involved in, and when I talked to the people in Hamilton County, I just felt like they were special. They deeply care and are so invested in the children that are in their county. I knew I wanted to help bring Christmas to foster kids, and these were the people to help make it possible. So please, if you want to help make a difference in the lives of children that aren't with a forever family this Christmas, please consider a donation to the Family Fund. Any amount helps. Go to youcaring.com slash holidayradiothon or visit holidayradiothon.com or any of the Horse Radio Network websites. Have a wonderful holiday season and thank you from all of us at the Horse Radio Network. All right, we are back, and uh, we really do appreciate all the support we're getting for this. is the first time we're actually raising money for a cause on Radiothon Day, and we're overwhelmed with your generosity. So, Tigger, tell me a little bit about this this new project that you have. Is it launching today? 
It's launching today. Yeah, nothing it's like called, doing everything at the same time there, Tigger. <laughs> I know. It's called Seeds for Kindness, and it's a company dedicated to um, representing artists and small companies around the world that make products from recycled, upcycled, repurposed, reinvented, recreated, reimagined material that often winds up in landfill and in oceans. And one of the things we choose when we choose, we don't always just, it's just not about the product, but what does that artist or company stand for or stand by? So, all the companies and artists that we are now representing, they all have a mission themselves, meaning certain uh, charities that they contribute to, first responders, environmental. We have a, a group of artists in India who donate school books to in- girls in India who live in rural areas who can't afford school books. So it's those kinds of social important community and environmental causes and then seeds for kindness our charity is american forests helping to plant three million trees next year um in the u.s and around the world wow what a that's a quite an undertaking (laughs) (laughs) to put it lightly (laughs) but you know here's the thing glenn the when i started which was in september so we put this together very fast um it was to be – I wanted to to work on, you know, kindness and love and, and the good things because right now the world is kind of a crazy place. And, and the amazing thing is there is so much goodness going on in the world that we don't know about. We don't know about these artists in Laos who make beautiful jewelry out of bombs that were dropped during – during the Vietnam War, or these artists in Kenya who go to the beach and and collect all these flip flops that have you know polluted the ocean, and they clean them and press them into blocks and carve them into animals. So it, it it's been it, it's been inspiring, and and I just we just want to spread the inspiration out so that you get to know what the wonderful things that are being done around the world in very small kind ways and could people buy them then that all of this art oh yeah all this is for sale yeah okay that was the part i missed so (laughs) so so you got to learn to be a better salesman here you sold it right up to the point of the the close and then you forgot to close (laughs) (laughs) like i was waiting (laughs) all right so how could people buy and help out so um go to seedsforkindness.com Seeds We're also on Facebook, Seeds for Kindness. Um, and you'll hear now? more about us on upcoming Healthy Critter radio shows. Um, and today was our official launch, and we've already got orders. And um, so it's very exciting. And, and we've got really cool, wonderful, unique things that will not be in the landfill or pollute the ocean. No, I'm looking at your website now, which is very pretty, by the way. It's Thank uh, you. Flip the flop animals, organic cotton scarves, uh, first responders in the UK bags and belts. Oh, those are pretty cool. They're made out of decommissioned fire hoses from the London Fire Department. Oh, that's pretty cool. Hemp collars. Thrown in the garbage. I like this one. Clocks made from stuff. Yeah, he takes movie reels, he takes motherboards, he takes bicycle chains, he takes old cameras, and he turns them into clocks. These are pretty cool. There's some cool ones. This is a good guy gift right here, right? 
Oh, it's a total guy. Gift. Yeah, this is good horse husband gift right here. If you're looking for something for your horse husbands, I like every one of these. This is very guy. This would go in the shop or the or the uh, definitely go in the shop or the uh, the man cave. Man cave, yeah, yeah. Also the little the little motherboard clocks. There, um, they sit on the desk. So nice. That is a motherboard. You're right. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. (laughs) All right, Jennifer, are you listening? There you go. It's seedsforkindness.com. And I think we have Patty with us. Of course, she's... Hello. Hey, hey. Patty. Leave How it to the dressage guys? rider to be late. Just saying. <laughs> yes, well. I and But then I don't know if my Skype was working, but it's working now. Yay. You're here. That. That's all that I'm counts. Here. Right? I because am here. Otherwise, we were going to say goodbye to Tigger, and she's going to have to do the rest of the hour all by herself. Oh, Tigger could do it. If anybody could yeah, do it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I look at all the stuff she's gone. She can juggle anything. I wasn't too worried. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't too worried at all. Well, uh, we are t- uh, trying to get your guest on the phone right now. Um, so while, while we're doing that, uh, why don't you guys tell us what your ultimate horsey Christmas gifts were? Well, I can tell you what my ultimate horsey gift of the future would be. <laughs> Does that, is that okay? Yes. I think okay, so. Thank you, Patty. Yes. Yes. I would say um, yes. It's a winged horse. A What's winged that? winged horse? Like one with wings? You no, know, a horse you can get on and it has wings and you can fly around on. Oh. oh. Yeah. Where That'd do you get nice. those? I haven't seen the store for that. I look at horse lovers and I just can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't say it had to be... Like realistic real. no yes. i didn't actually i but dimension. i i never expected to hear these answers till about the seven o'clock hour to be honest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well come on it's tigger you should know better than that <laughs> come on no i want a flying car tigger wants a winged horse so there's yeah the well i'm kind of with tigger on that <laughs> don't you guys have those dreams of where you're flying i've always, and yeah. like Oh, and I'm I'm always like on a swing set, and I go to take off, and I always wake up as I'm plummeting towards the ground. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't I think... find a reindeer either that could fly. I would that's take true. either one, winged horse or or reindeer. Okay, yeah, I think that's good. Hey, How about audit- you, Patty? Yeah, uh, the, I, you know, the auditors have come up with a lot of good ideas for for some of the hosts earlier in the day. If anybody has any idea where she can get either one of those, just post it, and we'll. We'll send yeah. it to her. And it has to be something real. Yes. Because <laughs> I can tell her where to get it. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to draw her a picture and make sure she thinks she's getting it. All right. Check that box. Tigger's Christmas gift is in the bag. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, I I am so simple. I mean, there's two things in this. The first thing that always comes to mind when I think about, like, my perfect Christmas thing that I ever got that was – it's horsey-related um, – was my husband got me um, a self-starter um, thing for my truck so that when I am loading up horses when it was really cold, when I still lived back in Virginia, that my truck could be really warm as I'm running around putting horses on the trailer. So that was like, it wasn't directly horse related, but it's the thing that's probably given me the most joy. Oh, it totally counts. does. Yeah, that yeah No, it does. Yeah. But I am always so easy. I just like brushes. Hannah got me this great um, Noble Outfitters um Um, not container grooming bag last year and it has holes in the bottom so all the dirt falls through that probably has been one of my favorite gifts of all time because I always like to you know I like my brushes to be really clean and I like to be organized there's spots for everything and so I can clean my brushes and they can actually dry in the caddy so that's those are my two 
Well, I will say that the best one I ever got in my life was the year that they came out with the all-in-one winter riding. It was like a a jumpsuit that was insulated. (laughs) It was like 28 years ago. You look like a marshmallow. I I do remember that. Eureka! You can ride in the winter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that now was, they were always was, a little slippery, so you wanted to be careful. But yeah, they were very yeah, slippery. Yeah, you wanted to slide it's right off the back. Extremely slippery, but it, it beat you know trying to ride in freezing in, cold weather when your thighs are you, you just go down. I'm like, I know I have thighs, but yeah, I can't, but I don't no, feel I, them. Well, what I did, I got very inventive. I just started riding in Carhartts. <laughs> oh, Wedgie <Seriously>. City. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was just like, you know, every time um, it would get really cold before I'd leave for Florida and Virginia. And when I say really cold, it's it, where I was in Virginia is more south, so it's not that cold. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a wimp. Um, and I would wear, wear my Carhartts. And, of course, they were halfway up my boots because I'm very tall and I have very long legs and nothing ever fits me anyway. <laughs> You're painting, painting quite a picture here. It's, yeah. oh, I, no, I'm a looker. I'm just going to say. It's very sexy, Betty. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, so I looked really warm is all I'm going to say. Not good, not fashionable. But my daughter used to always joke. She goes, well, if they could make those in coach, you'd be thrilled. <laughs> so there's, there's my, okay, Tigger wants a flying horse. I want coach, coach Carhartts. That's what I want to ride in the morning. <laughs> let's say hi to a listener, guys. So we're getting your guest on right now. Uh, let's say hi to Katie. Hi, Katie. Merry Christmas. Carter. Oh, Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah, no, the, Carter, Carter, we're getting your guest on. Carter's not here yet. Uh, so we're <laughs> saying hi to a listener, Katie. Hi, uh, Katie, where are you from? Hi, Katie. I am from Portland, Oregon. Oh, oh well, we have a lot of Oregon welcome. callers today. So, so what is your ultimate Christmas gift? Have you had it yet? A flying horse? Would you like a flying horse, Katie? Because apparently that's a thing now. You know, a flying horse. A flying horse would be amazing. Yeah. That would really be rad. Now I'm like changing. Like, oh man, is that what I want now? <laughs> you just add it to the list. There's that's no, right. there's no limit. You are a trendsetter, oh, Tigger. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I I have a little miniature horse that lives in my backyard, and his name is Hal. And I would love to get a new barn for him for Christmas. Oh, well, you just Aww. need a big dog kennel, and you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> just shut up, Len. Go to TSC. Coach Carhartts for minis. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, that would be awesome. So, what's your what's your mini's name? Hal. His name is Hal. Hal, and what do you do with Hal? Um, right now, he's a glorified lawnmower, um, but I've been listening to the driving sh- driving radio show. Yay, Wendy! High five! I love you guys. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I've been learning more about driving, so um, I think I'm actually going to send him for training in the spring, and we're going to drive. Yay! Driving! Good job. Good job. You're I had a mini that. that I drove, and it was the most fun. I loved uh, That was so much fun. It's like a go-kart, I right? I drove. Not a mini, but it was a Shetland. So much fun. It's like driving a little go-kart. You just go, and you giggle the whole time. You just giggle, giggle, giggle the whole time. (laughs) It's like that. Right like that. We took Jemmy, who's our our newest employee who knows nothing about horses. She's a geek. So we took her out driving (laughs) yesterday at the forest, and we had Scooter, which is my 12-and-a-half-hand hackney. And we actually had a race with Jennifer's 16-and-a-half-hand thoroughbreds. First time we let them both go and race each other, and they're very competitive. And all we heard all the way through the forest was giggling from Jemmy. (laughs) Just giggling and giggling. That's because she doesn't know how dangerous that is. I can't believe you did that. I'm sitting here thinking, you did what? (laughs) 
<laughs> there was one point when Nigel got a little close to the wheels, uh, oh my but God. Uh, it was fun. <clears throat> Uh, and I don't encourage anybody to do that. Obviously, it's bad no. because Wendy says so. Don't gallop your pony next to your <laughs> off-the-track thoroughbred. Yeah. That's kind Especially of thing, when you're a beginner driver, Glenn. A beginner? I've been driving for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, but how often do you canter or gallop your cart? Uh, uh, enough not to wreck. So, <laughs> but on okay. per, on, when is your choice? <laughs> I'm getting balled out here, guys. Save me. Yeah, Take yeah, yeah, say yeah. something. No, this, I, I was just sitting back enjoying the show. When you were talking about <laughs> Geez, Katie, yeah, you can help out here. Help that guy out. Come on. Oh, we're totally off the rails. All right, Katie, thank you so much for calling, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Good luck with you. Hal. Give him a big hug and a kiss for us. And a, and a well, carrot well. and a cookie. <laughs> Unless he's cookie. really fat, and then don't give and him we'll a cookie. And we'll send him some wings. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I see. I see this setting a whole trend now, Tigger. And, you do. and everybody that's been listening since first thing in the morning. This is where the show goes off the rails every <laughs> every year is with Patty and Tigger. All right, your guest is ready, and she is so sorry she ever agreed to do this. No, it's Tigger. Trust me. Sit back. That's all I'm going to say. Hold on to your seat, Glenn. All right, she's ready. <laughs> hey, Carter. I'm here. Hi, Carter. Hey. Hey, so how this are is, you? We, we need to let everybody know who you are. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not who you are, but who you are to us. Yeah. That's really the important okay. thing. <laughs> well, oh, Carter is an estressage judge, and she's a trainer and a teacher, and she also does sport horse breeding. She's a large sport horse breeding judge, and most importantly, she's a great horsewoman. Yes. And has been a great friend to both Patty and I. So, and she, she could have been a stand-up comedian if she, she had decided have. not yes. to do horses. So <laughs> yes. we are really happy to have Carter here. Hello, well, Ms. I've been Carter. Googling on, on, I've been Googling where to order Pegasus for Tigger for Christmas. Oh, and what'd you find? <laughs> right? Did you find and anything? You, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you if anybody can find it, it's Carter. She's the best present giver in the world. Right. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm on it. I, I mean, horse with wings. I I knew, I knew what that was right away. <laughs> <laughs> I was going a whole different path. I'm glad you're on the show. That's good. So, Carter, you. What, what was the best Christmas present you ever got? Well, um, I had been wishing for a horse since I was five. So my parents knew that, and I had a dog that was failing. He was 16 years old. And so they got me a horse a little early in late November. And so I have to basically say that that was sort of a dream come true. Although she uh, only uh, cantered on one lead, uh, didn't walk, (laughs) talked all the time. But but she was she was cheaper than my dad's golf club, so they couldn't say no. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And she 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 was a, a saddlebred, so. Uh, when my parents went to the tax shop, because I rode for six weeks without a saddle because they didn't think I needed one, that uh, they, they told them saddlebred. So I had a little uh, saddlebred cutback saddle on the back of the couch Christmas morning. But it was always, the, the idea was sweet, but it didn't quite work. So we exchanged that. But, but uh, yeah. So, um, so is that the horse that got you started, lady. Carter? It was it was my very first one. Yes, I actually my very favorite present I was telling Tigger was um, the Barbie Dream House. But, um, <laughs> That's not a horse but present. Since, 
I know what. Well, I ordered it with a stable. Oh, well, that makes it. Oh, there you go. That's perfect. And the, guys, this was just two weeks ago. So <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I had I had Trigger uh, Roy Rogers horse, and I had Buttercup Dale Evans horse, and then I had uh, the Lone Lone Rangers horse and Misty of Shinkatig. So I really needed a barn for them to go in and just didn't come with the Barbie house. So, um, I had to, I had to go further in life and finally end up with a barn that would. You could rip out all the insides of the Barbie house and make it into like a real life barn. Like you see in Wellington with high ceilings and chandeliers. That's true. Uh, Tigger has sent me pictures with fountains and everything in them. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, Barbie oh, never yeah. had it that good. Yeah, <laughs> Barbie, Barbie was a terrible rider, too. Her legs went straight out, and the lower <laughs> leg wouldn't come on. Well, that's little, what I, uh, you had to break their legs. That's what I always did. None of my Barbies. I mean, I just popped those little legs right out of socket and got myself a rubber band. Yeah, my, yeah right? It, yeah, it didn't matter what her hips did. You broke her knees, and then you, yeah, and then, yeah, and then you had to put them around her. So because you knew as a dressage rider, which I took my first dressage lesson at the age of thirteen, so I knew my lower leg had to go on. And and Roy Rogers and Dale, I have to say, their legs went on, but uh, Barbie, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> I hated. So anyway, you hated Barbie. You hated Barbie. What are you a Barbie right. hater for? You know, I love stuffed animals. I couldn't, couldn't, well, just, I couldn't tolerate. There dogs. wasn't a lot of stuffing in Barbie, that's for sure. No, no, Glenn, Big Tigger, um, hose her own road. She's not real. <laughs> <laughs> that's an understatement. I like that sta- saying, though. That's good. I can't oh. visualize Tigger with a Barbie, but it would know me fun. either. <laughs> but, I, but can we not envision her with a couple stuffed animals? Shall we yep. even go through that? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. With her trying to breathe into them and give them life. Yeah. <laughs> I think we finally have her convinced that that's not real, but the whole Pegasus thing has me really concerned. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be working well, overtime. We're all- <laughs> we're all kind of suckers for animals, every one of us. So um, yes. I feel like I'm on the right show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is well, true. We've had some some pretty funny horse stories among the three of us. <laughs> um, yes, we first met in 1990 in Venice, Florida, yes. the start of the winter circuit. It was really in its infancy. Truly, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I was like five years old i don't know how <laughs> i may be a little i may be lying a little bit but i'll never forget i'm, uh, I'll I'm, never, hold, I'm, hold, I'm holding back on that one because i think you were pregnant yeah no so, that was um, the second year <laughs> so I, I was seven then but anyway <laughs> but i'll never forget you know coming into this crazy place with all these beautiful horses and then meeting these two <laughs> it was we like were freaking in a camper I, uh-huh. We were living in the back of the property, like yes. uh, <laughs> it was just it was frickin' oh. frack and their dogs. <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, you know we were well known. I'm yes, saying. you were. <laughs> I yes, just you went, were. I just went back. I just went back there and judged there last month. It was in Venice, Florida, and oh, wow. it, I went back to our old stomping grounds, and it was great. It was oh, absolutely wow. great. Oh, I bet it was. We had wonderful, wonderful 
huge shows there. And remember we, oh gosh, it was amazing. It was just wonderful camaraderie. It was when, like you said, Tigger, it was when all of the Wellington, I mean, we would go to, remember we would go to Wellington, we'd go over to Wellington and, and we were like, oh God, this is never going to take off. <laughs> Boy, we're <laughs> stupid. Oh it, oh, it had one little dumb ring. That, yeah. um, and then the jumper, the jumpers had the big main ring that mm-hmm. was on the out, outskirts. Yeah, we remember yeah, we were in oh. the back forty, and and we had all those tents that always flooded. Do you remember yes. that? Oh yeah. And every it was yeah. like every time we would go and show on Sunday, there'd be torrential downpour, and we we walking in knee high water trucks, you know, getting our little delicate horses through, and the hunters are high and dry with their mulch sitting around, and they're like, "How you doing down there?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, looking over the hill, the mm-hmm. berm. And the yeah. food court was one vendor that sold hot dogs yes. and hamburgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and all of us were such all of us were such hot dog fans. Not, oh um, yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, those were the days. Holy no, cow. it was Wellington was nothing. It was just nothing. It was just jumpers and, and polo fields and, and polo fields, right everywhere. And everywhere, and you, remember, no cell phones yet. I noticed you guys no mentioned phones. the polo fields, but not the hot polo players that came with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was seven, Glenn. I wasn't looking at hot players. And they can't speak Spanish. How could they communicate with them? Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody cared about communication. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Better. You can't, they yeah, can't no, follow you they home. Were, they, they were very fast. They were hard to catch. <laughs> but they had, the, they made the taqueria very famous because they had the most incredible polo wrap in oh, there. Yeah. For, and we would buy... Every color known to man, like <laughs> a sherbet, sherbet green and orange, and you know, oh. was, we were going against all yeah. of the rigors of dressage. You know, <laughs> everything was supposed to be black and white. We were in all these colors. Well, it didn't make any difference because we were in the back forty in that tent. No one ever saw <laughs> what we looked like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is and this is true. I mean, this is really true. They, I'll never forget the one time we I was showing and I had to time from how far the tent was to the actual arena that I was riding in. It was a 10 minute walk by horse. This is no lie. And I just, and I remember walking by all these people and feeling like I was a slum dog, you know, just taking my time. <laughs> you had a lot in like three hours to get to the ring, you know, oh, it, the whole circuit, just going everywhere to Tampa. We mm-hmm. went up to Tampa and showed and Orlando. And, uh, oh, all, Orlando, yeah. yeah, and Alta Vista, and the, the, it, but it was all there were none of these international riders like that. No. I mean, the highest we maybe saw an FEI ride or two a day, not that yeah. many. Yeah. So yeah. it was it really was the amazing, slums back then, and now it's totally switched. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It's yeah. No, it was just. Right I think now. somebody finally said, "You know what? These people just keep going the same group from place to place to place. Why don't we just make one place <laughs> and they can all go to it?" Yeah, that was brilliant. And then they, like, yeah. why didn't we think of that? And then the FBI riders figured out it was warm in Florida. They're a little slow. Uh, yeah. It took them a while to figure that out, but uh, they yeah. they eventually came around. The jumpers figured it out first. <laughs> yeah. Well, the polo yes, people figured it out. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Wellington was all polo. Those were all polo grounds. Yeah, unbelievable. As far as you could see, yeah, it was it was amazing, and it's amazing to see how it's changed and the difference now. It's just another world. Hey Carter, can you hold on one second? I have to do a commercial here, but I don't want to let you go yet. So hold on one second. We'll be right back. Okay. 
I'm Sam Bober from Weather Beta, and you are listening to the third annual Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon. My <laughs> ultimate horsey Christmas gift would be the Weather Beta Memory Foam Comfort Half Pen. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Weather Beta. Whether you are riding or working your horse on the ground, give your horse the ultimate in protection with Weather Beta Horse Boot Range. These boots are designed to provide the ultimate protection, comfort, and lasting durability, no matter what riding discipline you choose. Weatherbeta boots mold to the horse's legs for a form fit without restraining natural movement. Visit weatherbeta.com to learn more about the horse boot range. To learn more about this product and find a local retailer near you, visit weatherbeta.com. Well, uh, Carter, I'm so glad you're here, and I'm glad you guys asked her to be here. Does she know Hedwig, by the way? Of course. She knows Hedwig the Pomeranian. Who doesn't know Hedwig? I can't even believe you said that you're getting so so much trouble. I'm sorry. Glenn, (laughs) this is every hour. You're you're 100% insulting our our guests. I'm on a roll. So, um, and I haven't even started drinking yet. So now, (laughs) we asked our auditors who they would like to hear on Radiothon. And, you know, we got the names like, you know, Boyd Martin and, you know, the Queen and those, those people. But then... We had the, one of the most requested people we had, and it's not even a person, is the only dog on the Horse Radio Network is Hedwig the Pomeranian. And Hedwig oh and I gosh. have had a love-hate relationship since day one. <laughs> so um, mostly Hedwig hates me, and then I started hating Hedwig back, and it's been this way ever since we began. And mm-hmm. Hedwig has called in now apparently upset that I'm even on the show. So <laughs> Hedwig, are you there? Glenn, Hedwig, Hedwig, Hedwig. There's Hedy. Oh, Hedy, are you there? You have to speak up, Hedy. Hello, Glenn. (laughs) (laughs) Just remember, remember terriers commit acts of terrorism. You have to be careful. (laughs) Yep. Hedwig, it's been a while since we chatted. It's been a while, Hedwig. Yes, I hear that you're still often mean to me. Uh, no, I am not mean to you. You know, we owned a Pomeranian once, Hedwig. Or rather, a Pomeranian no. owned us. I got that right this night. Right there, you had it wrong. Right away, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you had the privilege of serving a Pomeranian. And that's exactly... You had the, the great honor of being in the same room as a Pomeranian. Okay, now, how do you <laughs> feel... Because this one was a pika palm, a half Pekingese, half Pomeranian, which made them extra nuts. So um, how do you feel about pika palms? Do you find them sexy? No. (laughs) Kind of a purebred one? You only go for the purebreds? It's possible that I am a Pomeon, but no one can really tell. I'm just perfection in calm form. (laughs) (laughs) I can vouch for that. (laughs) See, that's right. Carter knows she met me one time. And she's going to come even to our farm. And she's going to like it. It's going to be nice. There's, so, so, so Hedy, do you have a song for us? Because I, I heard from your servant that you do. Hedy's going to sing? I I spent the weekend carefully penning a song. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I cannot wait. I'm, I'm so ready. In celebration of Christmas and all of the wonderful things that come at this time of year. Mm. Okay, we're ready. 
Yes, I'm sure you are not. Yeah, no, I'm ready. I'm really ready. <laughs> now, any um, hysterical laughing should be kept off air until I am finished seeing my beautiful creation. Okay. Because I'll, it yes, is amazing. I'll mute and everybody, okay? I do not okay? wish to be interrupted. I, I, yeah, I will mute everybody. Them, I'll mute everybody, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Mute them down, yeah. All right. Oh, good. All right. I'm, I'm re- I'll put muzzles on them. Oh, good. (laughs) I don't muzzle well. (laughs) That's that's a fact. That's a fact. Don't put a muzzle on Carter. Don't do it. Maybe just ask her nicely. Carter, I'm I'm on bated breath. I can't wait. Yeah, me either. Um, So go ahead, Eddie. (laughs) Hedwig the Pomeranian was in a puppy mill. She and the other Pomeranians spent all their days in hell. Then one sunny, perfect day, a rescue group did come. Hedwig, with your eyes so bright, won't you lead Pom to the light? Then all the dogs got humans and enjoyed their happy home. Hedy spent too long trying to find a mom. Then when Christmas one did come, a servant for our palm. She was often inadequate, but she had big thumbs to type. Now Hetty almost always gets a lovely cheese treat on Christmas Eve. And in the day, she shares it with her sister, a perfect Yule log cheddar tea. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Good job, Hetty. That was really that good. That was so emotional. It was very good. What a story of that. I was a little teary in the beginning there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I feel it covers, you know, the messianic journey from darkness into light and leaving everybody <laughs> out of, you know, Egypt and everything. So. Yes. yes, of course you did. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to pull people. You have to pull people down before you build them up. You know, and that's how it is. Yes, and that's why I am so strong because I have just come through this pressure cooker of misery, and now here I am, perfection in Pomeranian form, <laughs> and getting cheese on Christmas Eve. Yes. yes, in the shape of a Yule log. Delicious. Was anybody else waiting for a manger to show up in that song? I was really waiting. I thought at the end. There was going to be a manger. I was just well, so let's, impressed. Let's just be grateful we didn't go with a way in a manger. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like to go in ranges that aren't easy for us in this voice. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Hedwig, what would you? What would your um, perfect wish for a present be for Christmas? Oh well, thank you so much for asking. What I would really <laughs> like is there's a shop in. Vermont, where they make cheddar, and there's big wheels of cheddar. I would like to be left alone in that shop with the cheddar. Okay. With my sister. Of course. Of course. We want to leave your sister behind when we're having a cheese party. I've never seen a dog like cheese so much as you, Hetty. Really? Well, that's probably because you didn't really pay very much attention, did you? Because dogs love cheese, Glenn. All dogs really love cheese. Smack. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm about done yeah. here. Yeah. That's just, <laughs> and that how that's going to go. <laughs> Hedwig, thank oh. you for joining us. Thank we really you, appreciate Hattie. it. Bye, Hetty.
Bye, Hetty. Merry, Merry Christmas, Hetty. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas for you. All right. Bye. Take care. <laughs> I saw her picture for the first time. Everybody, tell tell what Hetty's Facebook page is. What is it? Hedwig the Pomeranian, right? Hedwig the Pomeranian. On uh, and there are some pictures of Hedwig on there that you just know you that are her. You just know because it, that's attitude. Those pictures are just all mm-hmm. attitude, like every other Pomeranian I've ever met. And you should meet her in person. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Carter, aren't you glad you're here? Aren't you glad you joined us today for this fun? (laughs) You know what I call Hedwig and her sister? I call them the chippies. The chippies. chippies. Because they look like little chipmunks, so I call them the chippies. Hey, hey guys, we have a uh, listener been waiting on hold for a long time to talk to us. Her name is Jacqueline. She's one of our terrific auditors. How about we say hi to Jacqueline? Hi, Jacqueline. Hello. Happy Hi. Hi, Jacqueline. Hello. Merry can Christmas. Yeah, we can hear you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So, Jacqueline, tell us <laughs> Merry about... Christmas. How, tell us, do you have a Pomeranian, by the way? Uh, no, I have a German Shepherd. Oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> they eat Pomeranians, uh, yes, okay. for lunch. Yes. Um, I wonder how Hedwig feels about German Shepherds. What do you think? Um, she just they smack them in the face. Yes, I was going to say, sure. if they have cheese, I'm sure she'd like them just fine. <laughs> So, Jacqueline, what about your ultimate Christmas gift? So, I am, um, I was listening earlier, and I'm very much a practical gift person, but um, I was thinking today I have the opportunity to possibly get another horse. So, I'm thinking I need to ask my fiancé for the horse for this Christmas, because, you know, I need another one. (laughs) Wow. Ah. Do you really want to get married, or is that something you're trying to put off? I'm just asking. <laughs> you know, I feel like I kind of had that conversation earlier, early on in our relationship and was like, look, like here's, here's my lifestyle. You can either be in or out, but you can't yeah, bring it up ever again. Yeah. But that <laughs> but, but buying you another yeah, horse kind of goes beyond that conversation. That goes to a new conversation. I've been there. I've been in that conversation. I was going to say, this is a man of experience. Yes, exactly. Several times. Many, many, 30 years worth. Mm -hmm. So do we have his phone number? We can call him right now and try and talk him down (laughs) off the ledge. Glenn, you're trying to get in trouble again. I'm just trying to help humanity save from another divorce. I'm trying to help here. (laughs) She'll be fine. Don't worry. I can already tell she knows. No, it's him I'm worried about. She'll be Uh, fine. The horse girl's always fine. It's us that suffer. Yeah. So... But yet we still keep well, finding men to marry us. Well, some of us don't. <laughs> Jacqueline, thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. I know you're an auditor, and we really appreciate you being an auditor as well. They're having too much fun in the auditor room right now, by the way. Um, there's a chat room I know, going. I'm getting nothing done. <laughs> so thank you guys for everything. Have a great uh, Christmas, and happy holidays. Happy Same holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Hey, guys, we have to run the voicemail package, speaking of auditors and listeners. Well, uh, Carter, are you in a rush, or do you want to hang around and pick some prize winners with us uh, in a few minutes? Yay! Are you have to run? I can hang around. Yeah. Okay, good. You'll enjoy these. These are all sent in by our listeners, and uh, they are more talented than any of us are, so we might as well listen to them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. With the exception of Hedwig. You know, I don't want to get in more trouble than I am. Oh, boy. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. 
I am Kaylee from Horselovers.com. Enjoy these holiday voicemails from listeners throughout the world brought to you by Horselovers.com. Hi, Gwen and the rest of the crew at the Horse Radio Network. This is Carol from North Carolina. And um, I always wished every Christmas for a horse or a pony as a, growing up as a kid, and I never got it. So what I wish is for all the children out there today, this year, that are wishing for ponies or horses, that they get them. Um, I have great joy watching all the YouTube videos and all the videos that parents post of the kids and the joy of them getting what they really want is Christmas. So that would be my greatest Christmas wish. Thank you. Hi, Horse Radio Network. This is Karina from Stanwood, Washington. Um, And this is with apologies to Simon and Garfunkel. I'd rather have a Mustang than a Cobb. Yes, I would. If I could, I surely would. I'd rather be barefoot than be shod. Yes, I would. If I could, I surely would. Away, I'd rather ride away, like a thoroughbred is gone. A gal who has many hounds gives the world its joyous sound, its joyous sound. I'd rather feel leather beneath my seat. Yes, I would. If I could, I surely would. Okay, that was really fun for me. I hope you get a good laugh. Merry Christmas, everyone, and happy holidays. Hi, Horse Radio Network crew. It's Lexi from Chile, Ontario, Canada. I don't really have any horsey holiday memories, but now that I have my own horse, I'm looking forward to making some and using him as an excuse to delay spending too much time with my family and in-laws. Happy holidays. Hi, Glenn and Wendy. This is Jerry Bowman, curator of the Northwest Carriage Museum out in beautiful Raymond, Washington. And here's a special poem for your Radiothon listeners. We hope all of you have a very Merry Christmas and a wonderful 2018. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the barn. All the horses were sleeping. It was quiet on the farm. Suddenly we heard some footsteps on the roof. Get down here, Mabel. You're going to break a hoof. Well, Mabel, she leaped into that pile of hay. She let out a whinny. It was Christmas Day. We all went a-running and hoped we weren't late, but Mabel just stood there right by the gate. Mama hugged Mabel. Pa insists, too. She was just fine. We all knew what to do. Carrots for all and some oats as well. We love our horses. Let's ring the sleigh bells. So joy and peace to you. We hope your day is perky. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all our friends listening at the Horse Radio Networky. Hi, Glenn, Jen, and all the Horse Radio friends. Um, this is Lori from Ohio, and I wanted to tell you about uh, my ultimate past um, horsey Christmas present. That was um, the birth of my youngest daughter right after Christmas almost 23 years ago. Little did non-horsey me know that I would soon be taking care of horses on our small horse farm, loving my role as a hunter-jumper horse show mom, and live-streaming Grand Prix in my spare time. She's a young professional rider now, so fun to see her spreading her wings. Who knew? Happy holidays. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the barn is so delightful. So as long as they trends on the radio, let the horse hair grow and grow and grow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. 
sleeping. And the horses have the muffins for munching. The sun is set way down low. Let the horse hair grow and grow and grow. When I finally kiss my pony goodnight, how I'll hate to go out in the dark. But if Healthy Critter's coffee clutch is on, all the way home I'll be warm. And the sun is quickly setting. And my pony, we're still goodbying. But as long as horses in the morning is on, let the horse hair grow and grow and grow. Merry Christmas, HRN. Love y'all. Andrea Vale, Toro, the Pops, and the Hubby in Training. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas at Horse Radio. And that's all I got. (laughs) My favorite past horsey Christmas gift was a barn set up for all of my many briar horses. And this wasn't just any barn. This was like lighted so you could turn on the lights and you could rearrange like the stall set up and where the beams went. And it came with all of the, these very realistic, um, tools and, uh, all of the stuff. And of course, a briar mommy horse and baby horse. Uh, and this thing was so cool. I played with it for hours. So that was my favorite past horsey Christmas gift. And just as a bonus, my favorite future uh, horsey Christmas gift would be um, an actual horse. So Merry Christmas from Wisconsin. Enter the win the horselovers.com weekly holiday sweepstakes. Win brand name products for you, your horse, or barn every week. Simply visit the sweepstakes giveaway page during the holidays at horselovers.com slash sweeps. It takes just 10 seconds. Winners are announced the following week at horselovers.com slash sweeps. from Weather Beta, and you are listening to the third annual Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon. My <laughs> ultimate horsey Christmas gift would be the Weather Beta Memory Foam Comfort Half Pen. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us at Weather Beta. Whether you are riding or working your horse on the ground, give your horse the ultimate in protection with Weather Beta Horse Boot Range. These boots are designed to provide the ultimate protection, comfort, and lasting durability, no matter what riding discipline you choose. Weatherbeta boots mold to the horse's legs for a form fit without restraining natural movement. Visit weatherbeta.com to learn more about the horse boot range. To learn more about this product and find a local retailer near you, visit weatherbeta.com. "'Twas the night before Festivus. "'Twas the night before Festivus, and all through the farm, "'the creatures were stirring and preparing the barn. "'The bridles were hung in the tack room with care "'in hopes that St. Festivus soon would be there. "'The horses were blanketed and snug in their stalls "'while mice strung the lights and sang deck the halls. "'And the dogs hung the popcorn and told the raccoons "'to stop eating the ornaments or they eat potion doom.'" When out on the lawn there rose such a smell, a chorus of whinnies and bark said, what the hell? 
The barn cat leaped up and climbed straight up the tree. The dogs ran outside to see who it could be. The moon on the pasture of the new fallen snow gave the dogs a clear view of the figure in tow. When what to their wondering eyes did appear but a big John Deere tractor pulled by giant reindeer. With a little old driver who looked like a fox who called out to the dogs, where's the bagel and locks? More rapid than fox sounds, the reindeer did fly. The fox whistled and shouted as their name she did cry. Now Basher, now Lancer, now Panzer and Vision. On Gromit, on Stupid, on Bonner and Nixon. To the pasture, to the barn, through all the snow, it's festive this time. The fox sang through the cold. So over to the barn, the reindeer did fly. Pulling John Deere and the fox to the star-studded sky. And then in a twinkling, the fox did dismount. The reindeer snorted and whispered, he needs a time out. St. Festivus Fox strode into the stable, scanned the aisle quickly, and announced, where's the cable? (laughs) The horses pawed eagerly because they knew well the airing of grievances would allow them to tell. How they have endured human tears and frustration to say nothing of that who need a vacation. The fox's eyes, how they twinkled, lips in a grin, because the mice had discovered a flask full of gin. He had a plump face and a round little belly from the meal he had eaten at a Festivus deli. He drank from the gin flask and set up a pole. The Festivus celebration was ready to roll. He let out the horses, told the dogs to chase cats, while the raccoons climbed the pole like two alphabets. He sprang to his John Deere, to his team, gave a yell, and away they all flew to Racine's William Tell. But the dogs heard him exclaim as he flew through the night, Happy Festivus to all, this is a Seinfeld copyright. get sued by the way <laughs> hey i think they are horsey they might be listening yeah yeah there we go uh-oh right, say goodbye to horse radio network it's now owned by jerry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think we honor festivus uh, yeah i think that was festivus. that was very honorable i agree wendy tell <laughs> us about one of our sponsors and then we're gonna give away some prizes and hopefully let's see is carter still here yep she's still hanging in all right we, so. we have a great sponsor here benefab by sorenamore is a research-backed company that offers innovative wearable products that help oh, sorry that help increase mobility and lessen pain for your horse. With products from leg wraps to blankets and more, they have a product that can help address aches and pains in almost every part of the equine body. Their fabrics are infused with a special bioceramic thread, which emits far-infrared wavelengths. In addition to that, their smart products incorporate the bioceramics with, with magnetic therapy for an even further targeted treatment. Each product helps increase overall blood circulation, relieve joint stiffness, and relax muscles. Recently, in a clinical trial that was published in the Journal of Equine Veterinary Science, proving the smart scrim significantly reduces back soreness over a six-week period in moderate to high exercise horses. There are no harmful side effects, and with proper washing care, the products will never lose their therapeutic value. Visit BenefabProducts.com for more info or to order today. And also, they're available through Amazon Prime. 
Thank you, Wendy. Well, now we have some prizes to give away this hour. Let me tell you about the first one. Delahest Coffee Prize Pack. We are fueled by Delahest. They sent all the hosts coffee, and we've been drinking it here, so we know it works because we're still pretty hyped up. Uh, <laughs> Delahest <laughs> Coffee prize pack includes, get this, four of the company's signature blends as well as two seasonal flavors. Caitlin Bentley and Chris, Kristen Bentley took over the Delhest Roasting Company on September in 2016 and have been upholding the company motto, Great Coffee Makes Better People Ever Since. Or hepped up people, I'm not sure which. The Delahest <laughs> is a symbol of Sweden, a representation of the working horse. And for a pair of horse girls who met while driving draft horses, there couldn't be a more appropriate mascot. Delahest Roasting Company is based in Jamestown, New York, serving local coffee shops and coffee fans, as well as shipping nationwide. As a special for Radiothon listeners, use code RADIO to take 10% off your order today. And you'll find the link in our show notes. Just go to Horses in the Morning or Horse Radio Network for this hour, for the for the Healthy Critters Hour, and you'll find the link to get to Delahest Coffee. The other thing is, uh, we got uh, we have a Biostar pack, don't we? Yes, we have a Biostar tote bag, two Biostar mugs, a Warhorse hand soap, and the new book, The World According to Kimasabi. One container of Biostar's Thermal EQ for horses, and that's all valued at $140. Wow, what a great thank prize. you, Tigger, for that. We appreciate that. You're, you're welcome. And uh, The World According to Kimasabi is my second book, and this one focuses on dogs. Oh, great. That, that's terrific. And we, I know we've been talking about it in other hours today, too. Plus, we we're giving away every hour today. We have six more of them to give away, a $50 gift card from horselovers.com. Use the coupon code RADIO at checkout to get a free Kodiak Easy Roll-Up All-Purpose Fleece Blanket on orders over $49 at horselovers.com. Carter, are you still with us? <laughs> I am feeling a little inadequate with all of this talent out there. Yeah, I know. I know. Me too, to be honest. So, uh, but we're still here. So why shouldn't you be? Uh, so what do we got? What numbers does she have? Did you? Okay, did Carter, you, you can pick you a number. Yeah, yeah. You can pick a number between one and 167. 67. 67. 67 is. Janelle Rhodes, congratulations. Janelle wins the Delahest Coffee Prize Pack. All right. Hey, you'll know who she is. She'll be bouncing down the road. Janelle needs to call me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we pick a second one. Um, 146. 146. 146. This is for the Biostar Prize. Is Rita Hansen. Rita Hansen, congratulations. Woo-hoo! Yay. That's terrific. You're going to enjoy all of those products from Biostar. And and you know what? I bet you if you ask nicely, the author of A World According to Kimasabi will sign your book. You I bet. With a little he paw print. He always has a pen and paw. Yeah, a little paw print. <laughs> <laughs> and now the gift card. One more, Carter. One more? Yep. Um, 99. Okay, Bottom who's lucky 99? <laughs> it's Laura Gladden. Laura Gladden wins the $50 gift card. Thank you so much, everybody. Wow. We've run out of time this hour. How is it we always go over on your hour? Why, why is that? Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's Tigger. <laughs> 
Uh, dressage people are long-winded. Yeah. <laughs> it's harder. It's harder, does it? I got to tell you, you are two of the most fun dressage people I've ever seen. And Tigger, <laughs> uh, you are the one of the most fun authors I've ever seen. And, Thank you. And Yes. <laughs> well, Carter, we'll have you back on the show. Oh, again. yeah. All right. You yeah. got to have her back. I, I would love to. I would love to come back anytime. All right, Carter. Thanks a bunch. All right. Thanks, everybody. And uh, bye, guys. Healthy Critters. Check it out on the app, Horse Radio Network, Healthy Critters. It's a terrific show, as you can see. It's got a little humor in it. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't got nothing unless you got a little humor. That's right. (laughs) We'll see everybody. Okay. 